Hello and welcome to this week's episode. Before this one starts, a little bit of a warning. Don't worry, we're not doing Clone Wars, but we do want to give you a heads up before you start doing this episode. So this week we've decided to do A to Z of the things that wind us up about Hollywood, but it's, it's tongue-in-cheek. We're just having fun. We're being petty it's, because that's what we do. It's meant to be a joke. Obviously, the things we're going to discuss don't really keep us up at night. Oh, some of them do, though, because make cats. I know, it's a, it's a, it's a world we live in where you have to apologise before you've actually done it. But I'm just covering our bases because some people will take this literally... It's just a joke. We're just going to, the pettier, the better. So thank you for listening and we hope you're not offended. Have some fun. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sorry You're In My Seat, a weekly podcast that unites two best friends on a quest to find the greatest movies of all time. My name's Aaron and each week I have the pleasure, the absolute honour of talking movies and films with my best buddy James. Hello there. Like we did last week when we talked about A New Hope, the Star Wars original from 1977 and Obi-Wan series and we talked about Edgar Wright's new film. We talked about loads of movie stuff, James. You talked about Jurassic Park. Oh, I know. Sorry. I'm so sorry. And I felt like we talked about so many movies last week. Yeah. This week we're going to just take a detour from our main quest. Yeah. Side for a side quest. There yeah. Because there's an achievement to be uh, to be won. We're going back to our roots with the A to Z themed episode. So we've done this before. A to Z of film characters. A to Z of movies. Um, a to Z of the 80s. Yeah, A to Z of the 80s. Christmas? That was good. Yeah, we did A to Z of Christmas as well. This time we're doing the A to Z. In fact, James, this is your beauty. You do it. It was just like an A to Z of what we didn't like about Hollywood. Everything we thought was wrong with films. Basically, welcome to A to Z of moaning. <laughs> Just having a go. <laughs> just It's a bit of light-hearted fun. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going oh, on in the God, world at the moment. Yeah. We have wars. We have ridiculous laws being passed in, in our uh, neighbouring countries. A lot of stuff that is going on that is pissing the world off right now. So what what to make it better, James? Yeah, just Two so, people bickering over things that don't exactly. really matter. So, and it's really important to remember this because we always have to do this. And, and now we're probably going to say something that's going to annoy you. It's just light-hearted barbary. I'm not saying yeah. these people or these films or these tropes or these things need to die in a fire. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that they they annoy me, right? It's an opinion. It's an opinion. The whole point of this is to is to be is to almost self self knowingly mock at how petty some of these things are because there's such big things going on in the world right now that actually let's just laugh at some and let's sweat some small stuff. (laughs) Yes, I've my theme of my A to Z. Yeah, is otherwise great movies that have something unforgivable in them. That's nice. And, and I was trying to find even the, the smaller, the better. The, the, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like the real, if I can find something that really should annoy you. Yeah. And it probably doesn't, but for the purpose of this episode, I'm going to pretend. So this week, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be form, I'll be Karen this week. <laughs> I would like to speak to the film manager because I've got 26 things that are grinding my gears. For example, these didn't make the list, but Man of Steel, how did Superman shave, James? He had a beard, then he doesn't. Kryptonite razor? Don't think so. Edward Scissorhands. Do, do, do you think he pulls it out? <laughs> Can you imagine when he shaves, he literally just grabs it out and yanks it out. That's how he shaves. Edward Scissorhands. Lovely ice sculptures. Where do you get the blocks of ice? <laughs> it's hot, James, in that little town. Amazing Spider-Man. Liz- lizard's big plan. Turn everyone to lizards. Why? 
Right? These are the things. These are unforgivable crimes in cinema. And I've got 26 of them, starting Why? with the letter A. Why Why did he want to turn everyone into lizards? It's one of cinema's great un- unknown questions, isn't it? <laughs> do you know, I like to think he's just like, he sat around the house and one day he goes, you know what, lizards. Do you know what, <laughs> fucking people do me head in. <laughs> just geckos everywhere. <laughs> but I, there's, there's a missing scene in that Spider-Man where Andy Garfield is just like, Really? That's the plan? That's the plan? <laughs> just lizards, Why? Lizards, and, and he's like, we're just... Um, because is he assuming that they can all speak like he can? Yeah. We're spending more time, I thought, than we were going to on that point. <laughs> but hopefully that is the idea of this show, this episode, is that we will find talking points along the way as we discuss our A to Z. Well, well, my A to Z, mate. You, you've got a really good one. You're, you're the Karen. I'm the James. I just, it's just 26 things that have annoyed the piss out of me or people who annoyed me or movies that I think are the bad or just people or things. If A is Adam Sandler, I don't know you. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> if, you don't, if, you, if, if you don't mind, like, subscribe, leave a review. Thank you so much. It does help. We have over 203 episodes to go back and explore and discover, rediscover. Do you know what? Never said this before. You can listen to a show twice. Yeah, Go back. Yeah. The first ones, listen to them now. It didn't sound anything like this. Yeah. If you listen close enough, there's an echo. It sounds like there's a third person. Yeah. <laughs> if you go far enough, there was three of us. And if you go far enough, you can hear we made notes. <laughs> and we put sound effects in. We did loads of production on the first, like, 20 shows. 20 shows. We used to do intros every week. We made a big point out of making sure we did an intro. We lost that about 100. We, uh... We spent too much time. It <laughs> would come to, what intro are you going to do? Like, oh, let's do this. And then the episode come back. We spent too much time. Yeah. We, sometimes we spent longer doing an intro than we did the actual we, show. We we were going to do an episode of just our intro. <laughs> <laughs> we should go back to that at some point. If S isn't sorry, you're a massive. <laughs> we, uh, when, when we go to the new, uh, to the new build, cause I'm moving house at the moment. Maybe we'll go back to intros, intros and making an mm. effort. Maybe we should guest stars. Oh, also, that's another show. If you, if you want to be a guest, get in touch. Yeah, if you want to be on the show, yeah. let us know. Uh, a to Z, I think there's no better place to start. Than A? B? A, yeah. Let's start at A. So you go, I go. So a talented comedic actor that refuses to grow in his craft or adapt to the changing world we live in. Ball achingly bad voices. I'm talking films like Hubie Halloween, Jack and Jill, Pixels, You Don't Mess With The Zohan, Little Nicky, Grown Ups, Grown Ups 2, That's My Boy, The Ridiculous Six, The Water Boy, The Do-Over, Just Go With It, Eight Crazy Nights, The Cobbler, Fuck You Adam Sandler. Do you know when you list them like that? Yeah. And it really hurts that I've seen all of them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think I paid money to see some of them oh, no, as well. I'm so sorry, mate. I mean, after the first three, Hubie Halloween, which genuinely, I genuinely, I, re- I nearly threw myself out the window when I watched that first film. It's like, <laughs> get out. This has got sequels coming to it. No. The man who can do uncut gems and can genuinely give a performance, because that at least, the last one, Hustle. Hustle, Hustle yeah. he's not bad in it. Don't get me wrong, I don't think he's going to win an Oscar. He doesn't deserve to win an Oscar for it, but he shows that he can act. But fuck you, you prick. Who who do you think is worse though? Adam Sandler, who's making money. Who are we to criticise the person who's making millions? Yeah, exactly. Or the likes of like Christopher Walken cashing in on films like Click, when you really should know better Christopher Walken. No, I'm still going to blame the Sandler. Yeah. I'm still going to blame Sandler purely because, you know... It's not said that they're all bad. I quite enjoy anger management. I quite, I've laughed a few yeah. times at that. Happy I, Gilmore, I think, still has a good place in my heart. I just think... I, I genuinely think he's talented. He knows what's funny. He does a lot of time as well. Uh, he, My understanding is he spent a lot of time with Andy Samberg as well, you know, mm. developing him to be a comedic actor in Hollywood. And I just think, oh, you've got the passion. You, uh, sorry, you've got the talent and you can do it when you want. But now you're just happy to like 
a shill. Like his films are just massive shills. For, so I remember the beginning of the Pixels and they make the most obvious attempt to sell Yoo-Hoo, the chocolate milk. And I was like, oh, fuck you. Mm. Very passionate. You're coming out of the gate strong with yeah, your A. Well, but I said, I knew it would be Adam Sandler. Yeah, of course. I'm surprised yeah. S isn't Sandler. Just to really drive this home. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to change something. A for me. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to go at big films, James. I'm not afraid. No holes barred. You downloaded this episode, you're going to get some truth. Truth that other podcasts might be too, too scared, ashamed yeah. to say, but Karen has no limits, mate. Show me the film manager. James Cameron, you're accountable for this next one. Aliens. I love your live action second edition to an otherwise perfect horror franchise, but Aliens, mate, you tell me at the end of that film, when you're facing off against the queen alien, mate, she's badass. You're fucking flaming eggs left, right and center like you want scrambled for breakfast. And then all of a sudden, the way you defeat it is you're opening air ducts and suck her out into space. Now that bit doesn't bother me. Yeah. It's the fact that Ripley doesn't get sucked out of space and neither does a half bishop who's leaking milk because they just hold on to a handrail. Yeah. If I know anything about science, James, it's that you would have been ejected there and then, proving that the real weakness of the Queen Alien was not bullets or fire. It was that she didn't have thumbs. <laughs> or, or basic health and safety. <laughs> of an otherwise great saying. action movie ends with jettisoning off the side of the ship while anyone else would have been sucked out in it. Like Fanus click, mate. Everyone out that door. So, so what you're saying is if a proper health and safety assessment had taken place and they'd installed rails, the, she would have been fine. Yeah. Or a bit of science, a bit of logic. Surely someone would have gone, James, mate, if you open that door, they all die. <laughs> Not just the queen. It's a good point. Grinds my gears, mate. Mate, aliens. Who would I, feel, have th- I want to write a stern letter. Who would have thought that, eh? Aliens. You've come out strong, mate. mate that's where I'm going. You wait till I see where I'm going with B. About to piss off a whole community. I'm going to piss off a whole community. I'm going to piss off the Baldwins. <laughs> They're on my list, mate. They're coming. <laughs> I'm going to go with, is it Queen Baldwin? Or also known as Alec Baldwin. He's okay. But no, he's a bit over the top. He's kind of a dick. Or is it The Who Baldwin? That's right, Daniel Baldwin. Lots of films you've never heard of. Or is it or is it possibly the, not that Baldwin, the other one. No, not that one. The one from Flatliners. Is it that him? Baldwin. <laughs> See him. Is it that Baldwin? Or is it number four? And I didn't realise I thought there was more. Apparently Baldwin's a successful name. So the guy from Independence Day that I said was a Baldwin, his last name is Baldwin, but he is not related to the Baldwin, so I apologise. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. So anyway, or is it number four, the fuck that prick just die already, Baldwin. That's right. I'm talking about Stephen Baldwin, famous for being a fucking arsehole. Fuck you, Stephen Baldwin. I can never remember which one's which. Yeah, Stephen Baldwin is the one from Usual Suspects. And yeah. then just talking about how everyone needs a gun and is a prick. So he's not the religious one. He's the religious one. Yeah. Oh, he's the religious yeah, one. Yeah, so that's Stephen Baldwin. Who was had, he a machine gun preacher? He, yeah, yeah, so he's, he's just an arsehole. Just he's, a fabulous arsehole. And do you know what? And I'm just going to bring this up here. Crap actor. Alec he, Baldwin, stop stop feeding the milk. <laughs> just stop, stop saving your brothers. Let him die. Stephen Baldwin was... Uh, usual suspect. Usual suspect. Which one yeah. was in the Flintstone movie? That was him. Oh, that was him. Yeah, that was him in the second one, yeah. Which one was in John Carpenter's Vampires? I believe that might have been uh, Danny Baldwin, Daniel Baldwin. One of them. He's got it coming on my list when we get to V. Yeah, don't worry, mate. Um, yeah, the sort of Baldwins. It was either like Battlefield Earth, but do you know what? <laughs> I get a choice of not watching Battlefield Earth, whereas I feel like the Baldwins are just multiplying. I, I, I'm genuinely surprised when there was only four of them. I genuinely, I'm not joking. I thought it was at least 80. <laughs> they were just swimming. Also controversial, given everything that's going on with Alec Baldwin in the minute. Oh, yeah, that's true. But that's, if, I don't know if you noticed, but I moved past the Queen Baldwin quite quickly, just in case. 
Do you think? Do you think the the recent events with the Queen Baldwin have done the Baldwins now, and they will yeah. forever go? Well, I think if you, I think probably, I think um, Stephen Baldwin has infected some sort of disease in the Baldwins just by being him, and so they will all soon die off. It was Daniel Baldwin in Vampires. You're right. How sad is that that I know that? You're right. I'm sorry. You need an early night tonight. <laughs> or, Battlef- or Battlefield Earth. <laughs> For B, I'm going Black Panther. Ooh. There's a, a Black Panther. Oscar nominated Black Panther. After losing the fight to Charla Falls in the river and he's pulled out by a fisherman mm-hmm. from the Northern Territory. Later, Mbaku reveals that the tribe is vegetarian, asking the question, why have a fisherman? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> now I'm willing to let some things go, James. Yeah. But not that. But not that. That's too much for me. All Maybe right. they were Presbyterian. Isn't that when they only... Pescatarian. No, pescatarian. Still not vegetarian though, is it? Okay. Hey, and they spat my popcorn out. <laughs> Del- didn't know, you didn't even notice, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I haven't slept since. That film came out in 2018. Haven't slept since. <laughs> That's a really good one. I love, that. I love yours. Your list is already better than mine. Right, C. I could have gone with cats or cats' arseholes. Could have. Oh, you could have. Yeah. Could have, mate. I could have. But I went with something different. I'm going... What do all of these films have in common? Death Wish 2, Death Wish 3, Death Wish 4, Death Wish 5, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, Cyborg, Delta Force 2, Alien from LA, Masters of the Universe, Bolero. That's right. Canon films. Fuck you, Canon films. Canon films. Canon films. Just your history of pumping out shit. <laughs> Just like, like the world was going to end if you didn't pump out all mm. of the Death Wish sequels as fast as humanly possible. There was a time when Dimensions was that company. Yes. You know what I mean? When, yeah, when was. Dimensions was just destroying it just, it just, your, just, like Hellraiser, oh no. Hellraiser 12, yeah. Hellraiser 13. <laughs> like Halloween, you're like, Halloween, oh no, it's Dimensions, it's going to be rubbish. <laughs> it's a, you'd, you'd, hear, you'd hear a franchise you loved. Yeah. Oh, that's really exciting. You sit in the cinema and go, Dimensions, yeah. oh fuck. Look at Highlander 4, Dimensions, no. <laughs> but um, Canon Films for your frankly atrocious running and how you kind of somehow ran the late 70s early 80s and still managed to run it into the ground you absolute arsehole I did, I did like uh, go back to Death Wishes one of my favourite Simpson jokes is the Charles Bronson one because now we're going to Charles Bronson in Death Wish 14 and he's in a hospital bed he goes I wish I was dead <laughs> okay. the worst part about that is me too <laughs> not him I mean me for the <laughs> that was a bit dark wasn't it for me C is a classic one it's one that's in, 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 enraged the internet and uh, animated fans for years I'm not going to claim this as my own there's a whole community that cannot stand this inaccuracy and that is that in, the, in Cinderella James yeah. when everything at midnight turns back to pumpkins and, and mice and shit yeah. the slipper didn't yeah that's weird isn't it and no one in that village has that size foot <laughs> yeah Meaning, what? what the hell is going on with Cinderella's... What does that say most about the prince, though, that he only remembers... It's like, I don't remember her face. He's got a foot fetish. <laughs> it's like, I don't remember her face at all. Just, I don't remember uh, what she sounded like. I don't remember what she was wearing. Then feet. But then oh feet. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. In fact, I don't want... Just give me your foot. <laughs> it's, a, it's Disney princesses, though. It's just, I love the idea. It's like, he goes to the police. He's like, I own you. I need you to help me find this woman. It's like, right, he gives a description. It's like... We should fit in this. <laughs> Just five. like Mr. Zombie on it. I'll send out Sherlock fucking Holmes. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Cinderella's. Uh, this isn't the first, this isn't the only animated one that's going to make my list. So be warned of the films. It's coming. Cinderella. No, I've got a franchise here, mate. That I know that you're going to be a bit hurt when I say this. What do all these films have in common? Critters Four, Emmanuel in Space, Dracula Three Thousand, Jason X. 
Hellraiser Bloodline, Moonraker, Leprechaun 4, In Space, Space Buddies, yes, the Air Bud franchise genuinely went to fucking space. And the sequel to the most heartwarming film ever made. Highlander. The Brave Little oh. Toaster oh. Goes to Mars. D is for deep space. When a franchise has just run out of ideas, mate, and for no reason, sends you space. I'm not joking. Mm. Hellraiser 4, set in space to, why? <laughs> no idea. Jason X, set in space. Why? Why not? Why not? Brave Little Toaster, why does it go to Mars? Why? in space, no one can hear you reviews. <laughs> <laughs> so deep space, when a franchise is just our ideas, fuck it, space. It is a thing, isn't it? No one, no one. When you, when you was watching... You know, the um, the Fespian works that is <laughs> the Leprechaun. <laughs> no one fought by the fourth one. Space. Third one, been in Las Vegas. Understand that. Okay. Fourth well, one. look, Leprechauns, Las yeah. Vegas, natural. Space, though, fuck that. Yeah. But yeah, so when you've run out of... And I love the fact that Space Buddies, the Airboard franchise, literally ran out of ideas. So fuck it. Space. Space, yeah. <sighs> space is on my list at some point. Oh, there eh? you go. Sorry, mate. D. Otherwise known as the perfect trilogy, the uh, the godfather of uh, comic book adaptations, Nolan. You do <gasps> not get a free pass with Dark Knight oh. Rises. Sophisticated, stylish movie that it was, loved by critics and fans alike. Left a few brain cells at the door in the writing of this script when Commissioner Gordon sends all of the police underground only to be <laughs> kept down there by Bane, which I can only say was from the Humpty Dumpty playbook where he sent all of the king's horses and men and really should have kept a few back in case maybe it's a trap. Well, what I love about it is if you don't have that, if you were a police officer and you hadn't had a name, so it's like, mm. no, I won't go in because I've been shot. Robin, no, you can stay out. Oh, the... Chris, what was it? Christopher Muldeen, who went on to Stranger Things, like, no, you don't go. <laughs> you yeah. can stay here. But me. everyone else. But everyone else. Get down there now. Go in there. That is, that is the equivalent of, like say, Humpty Dumpty, just sending everyone down there. And then when they all reemerge later, it looked like they've been down there for 10 minutes because yeah, exactly. the hair is perfect. There's no dust. There's no yeah. residue. They're nice and healthy because they've been eating well. Because I don't know about you, good, a good retreat is to get trapped under a sea. Yeah. <laughs> who needs vitamin D? <laughs> Fuck it, it's overrated. <laughs> Honestly. No one can lick moss. <laughs> I tell you, there's all drink Shit. There's a whole community that believe in flat earth. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there as well that the sun's fake. We don't need vitamin D, it's a lie. We should all be nocturnal. Earth's natural habitat, every other planet's habitat I, is darkness. I heard this about someone recently. So I was some one of my friends was talking to me, I can't remember who it was, and they talked about this guy and I went, I don't remember him. And he went, Do you not remember? It was his goal to be nocturnal. I was like, What? I don't remember this at all. So someone in my life at some point tried to be nocturnal. Yeah, it was me. Was it you that told me? Yeah. I, I, I spent two years trying to be nocturnal. You don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse the pun, but it was a dark time in my life. <laughs> it's when I was like, it's like I was 17 and I dropped out. Was it you? Yeah. I didn't think it was you. I dropped Sorry. out of school. <laughs> I didn't mean to bring that up then. I feel really bad. Now. Yeah, I dropped out of school and, I was, and it was before I went to college. I had this like year, <gasps> kind of 18 months. Where I was like, I much preferred nighttime because there wasn't as many people. So I spent like a whole summer trying to change my body clock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up my sleeping now, though. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, if it was you, I wouldn't have brought it up. I'm really sorry. It's all right. E. E. Um, do you want in a few years it will be extended universes because it will really irritate me that I have to watch one fucking one to watch one film. I'll have to watch about four others and. Countless TV series. So in the future, it's that. But for right now, it's one of these directors that I'm told is great. He's got a great passion for film. He learns everything from, from Asian cinema to black and white. But show me where the influences from classic cinema are in the films 
Cabin Fever and Hostile Parts 1 and 2. Eli Roth, you might be a great director that people see, but I don't see it. I think you, I don't, I think you must have style, but you tell the same story. And that's, I want to see people get caught up and stuff like that. I don't think you're a particularly good storyteller. That's just me. My opinion is my list. Mm. So I'm sorry, Eli Roth, you're I on my list. I don't, I don't know, know if I'm a big like Eli Roth fan. I like that house with the clock in the walls, which is like a Goosebumps R.L. Stein film, mm. which which didn't have that Jack Black in it as well. But that, that it was like, that's Eli Roth. It was like his kids' like Halloween movie. Ooh, I quite enjoyed it, actually. This uh, no, right place, me. right time. But yeah, Eli Roth, he, yeah, there was a time when his name was attached to sort of either like Green Inferno, yeah. Cabin Fever, Hostel, obviously. It was attached to some, mm. some things that... Were crap. I felt that if I rented them, I'd be put on a list. Yeah. He made them. Exactly. I just, I'll never forget Hostel Part One when I was watching mm. it. I go, I don't understand the point of this film. And then I understood it. It's to watch people get caught. Mm. Well, so not for me, Eli Roth. And I, know, point. I know that there's there's people out there, you know, well done. Mm. But not for <laughs> me. You do your own list. <laughs> not as, far as, I, as far as I'm concerned, you do your own internet. That's fine. <laughs> so, um, next in my office, I'd like to see the Russo brothers, please. Ooh. For a little ditty of a movie called Endgame. It's one we've covered in this episode, in this podcast before, when we actually did the Avengers MCU. Captain America returning all the Infinity Stones that were across multiple universes. Yes. How? Science. Magic? He was back in time, in his time. How does he return all the Infinity Stones? Well... I don't know because this is what I don't understand is so he goes back and it, so my understanding is he goes back to the rooftop when the oh, I was gonna say Hulk Hogan when the Hulk <laughs> takes away the stone and he gives essentially the stone back to the mysterious one as I mm-hmm. like, yeah. so that's what I understand but so it's the idea is to cut down all the timelines but then creates another timeline when he doesn't go back to his own time so prick yeah but how's he get rid of how's he cook take about the soul stone I don't know also if he's talked about the soul stone presumably he'd be like right why don't you mind Aren't you the Red Skull, my nemesis? And then he'd be like, well, yeah, this yeah, is where I went. Fisticuffs. He'd be like, well, can I give you this back? He'd be like, no. Now, I know someone's actually screaming at us now, saying like, well, you know, you had the Tesseract, so you probably could have used that, but I don't care. I don't care. Use that, your that logic elsewhere. Yeah, I was going to go with also the uh, Doctor Strange uh, using the portal when it suits him, but not when it suits Tony Stark <laughs> floating through space on his Todd, like limited with oxygen. That's a real time when that portal could have come in handy. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> F. F. Right, so for F, I know what you're thinking. James is going Forrest Gump, obviously, because it's one of his most hated films of all time. I don't like it, but I can see why you might. So I don't think it's on my list. <clears throat> I'm going to bring you a character that is universally loved from the 80s, though. I don't understand why. This person's an asshole character, universally adored as a righteous dude. He's a bully, super manipulative, glory hound, treats his girlfriend like crap. He's a liar, orders his best friend around and essentially peer pressures him the entire film. Played by known murderer and real life bag of shit, oh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Fuck you, Broderick. It's Furious, uh, Furious Bueller, who I think is one of the worst creations in film. That character is so arse-achingly in your face and irritating. I hate it from him putting his hands behind his head and saying, hey, everyone calling him a righteous dude. I'm on the teacher's side. You should be in school. Stop lying. I do not like you, first Bueller, and I don't care that you've got a day off. Yeah, I, I've, I've never I've never liked the movie. I've liked what John Hughes did and what John Hughes did brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Um, on the one hand, that's a catalyst for movies like American Pie. Yeah. On the other hand, it's a catalyst for movies like Spider-Man. What was the first one? Yeah, no, no, so, yeah, no, no way yeah. home. Far from home. Swing from home. Homecoming. Homecoming. No, Homecoming was the last one, wasn't it? 
What was, it, what was it no, it's homecoming. Then it's um, far away from home, and then it's nowhere home. Nowhere home. So homecoming, yeah. So again, that's a very John Hughesy movie. John Hughes had a stamp that he put on his movies. I've never liked Matthew Broderick, to be fair, and I've never liked the characters first Bueller. But the film itself gateways to, and John Hughes is very much behind that. The, yeah, no, I can get it. Um, but no, yeah. first Bueller, fuck you. I like Alan Rook as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I said no, no. Matthew Broderick, known killer, go away. <laughs> I love the fact that we're going to get shut down because I'm just slacking my throat. But no, he did it. Google it. <laughs> oh, no. <yeah>. It's fact. <laughs> Has he been back to Ireland since? Yeah, pr- probably not, mate, because, you know, £100 fine. He's probably he's probably embarrassed. It's not like he did anything else there, like kill two people. Brick. <clears throat> F. I'm going big. You're going, you're going huge. Let I me am, guess. Man. No, I've got nothing. <laughs> Face off. <gasps> Core. For a movie that is otherwise scientifically accurate, there's one thing I couldn't get away, and that's when Sean's wife, Eve, proved her husband was Castor <laughs> Troy by taking a blood sample, yeah, proving that the bloods were wrong. Yeah. But if that is the case, then his body would not have accepted the face of Nicolas Cage and <laughs> would have rejected that transplant. He just would have rotted the face. Yeah. <laughs> would have looked like Leatherface. I love the fact that you said he would have rejected like it would have just slipped off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. The transplant would have worked if there were different blood types. Wouldn't it? No. Is that, so therefore, is, that, is, that, is that where the scientifically the film break, exactly. off, breaks down? Up until that point, it was sound. <laughs> Up until that point, I had no problem with it. Also, do you know what I don't understand about that film? Another point, another thing. So they make it really top secret that he's swapping faces. I was mm. like, why? One of them's in a coma. <laughs> why does it matter so much that he's top like, secret? I like as well that when they, when they change the faces, quite rightly, they're like, do we need to give him a face now as a coma? He's not going to wake up. Just, just put it in this bottle yeah. of water. <laughs> There's no human rights there. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you could go without a face for 24 hours. Don't need one. He's, <laughs> and I love the fact, I love the fact as well, like, like these are the good guys. Stub a cigarette out on him. <laughs> you know, if I woke up and someone stole on my face and stub a cigarette out, I might be a bit angry as well. Yeah. One of the matrons is like, shit, I've left it near a hot window. It stinks in that room. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we put his face in a jar of vinegar. Uh-huh. <laughs> just pickling away. It's going to look like Dick Van Dyke by the time. Face <laughs> uh, off. If you let uh-huh. me make that movie, mate, it would have been brilliant. <laughs> Gee, um, how can the person who wrote A Time to Kill and A Beautiful Mind also be the person who wrote Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Lost in Space, The Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, Transformers, The Last King, and The Dark Tower? My G is Goldsman, uh, Akiva Goldsman, a scriptwriter who basically created shit on film. It's odd, isn't it? There's a, there's a, there's a real mix there. There's a, there's a huge bit. I just think Beautiful Mind is a good film, A Time to Kill, which... Maybe the, the script isn't as strong as I must have thought because it was up for Razzy, but I'm not joking. Transformers, the last night. Yes, you are correct. That's the one where Stanley Tucci plays uh, Merlin. Yeah, 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 that's the one. Just in case you were wondering. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I never forget. James. Never forget. Never so, forget. Uh, so yeah, that one person was created for that. Also, I had for G, geek girls going to chic girls. I, I hate that. It's one of the worst tropes in the world. Oh, she's a pretty girl. Uh, no, sorry, she's, she's a horrible girl. Take her glasses off. She's fine. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, basically, all night. The ironic thing about it is when I watch that movie, I need to put my glasses on to see it. (laughs) (laughs) So so morale was very low at that point. (laughs) Uh, G, for me, uh, one of the most blatant deaths and murders in in cinema history was overlooked from our favourite Sandy B in the movie Gravity. Oh. In the scene where she's tied to George Clooney and he's like, cut me loose, you've got to let me go. There's no pressure in space, James. Yeah. There's nothing pulling him away. Yeah. The tiniest tug would have pulled him inwards and she's like, 
like a scene out of vertical limit. She's like, you've got to go. What, what? Maybe she was worried that he was going to pull her into the, he was, he was going to do it first. He's going to recommend Yeah. And she was going to fly into the earth. <laughs> Anything else like there's not enough oxygen for the two of us would have been enough. But, <laughs> but no, it's, it's like, like no, you've got to let me go. And she's like, why? Like literally there's nothing, there's, no, there's nothing pulling you away, George. <laughs> well, what great would it be? It's like, you got to let me go. She was already halfway through quitting the road. She's like, uh, yeah, what? Go, uh, I'll go on that. <laughs> <laughs> the director's cut is George go, don't let me go. What? Let you go. Oh shit, see ya. Sandy B got away with murder. First class murder in the opening of that movie. Well, if anyone's going to get away with it, I'm glad it's Sandy B. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> uh, H, the human centipede films, a bad example of filmmaking. It exists for one premise. And somehow they stretch over three films. It's filmmaking at its most whorish. Take a simple idea, stretch out for no reason. Do you go over the top, you know, bants, if you will, maybe? The the German actor in the first one's fine, but the second one, they turn it black and white because they're trying to make it the goriest film in, in history. The fact that the third one's they're still- trying to make it art house. Yeah, they're trying to make it art house. It's just like this weirdo cutting people up, and he, but he hasn't got the science. And they make a big deal about, oh, it's scientifically real, despite the fact it's not, because shut up. You can't survive on poo. Well, hold on. Say that again. <laughs> you heard it here first. Also, it exists to be like, oh, do you want to see a person sewn to another person's arse? Oh, three films for some reason. And the third one's still on Netflix. Is it? Yeah, I thought, well, it was. I didn't watch the problem is I didn't watch it. Why would I ever see it? Oh, and the third one, mate, is kind of like a shared universe because it brings all the actors back from the first two. Mm. There you go. Um, I, I still haven't seen them. I don't, I don't oh, know yeah. if I ever probably will. Why would, why would you want to? I've just literally told you the premise. They sew them together. Mm. There you go. Three films, somehow. I went uh, drinking with someone from Human Centipede. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. drank loads of liquor. I just got shit-faced. <laughs> did you Google that? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> I knew there was a Human Centipede joke that made me <laughs> made me laugh. But, um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, much, much like the, like... Ever since watched the movie Seven. Yeah. Seven in that Morgan Freeman's character in it is like, um, yeah, if you go to, if you, if you like go to the library and you rent a book on like- Serial killers or how to like kill a person. Or how to make a bomb. Yeah, exactly. You enter onto an American list, yeah. a watch list. And I always thought the same with like your Netflix history. Yeah. If, if you, you if you watch it more than once or you, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, what, put him on a list. <laughs> what I love about it is that the list doesn't actually mean they think you're, yeah, they mm. think you're going to be a killer. They just think you're shit tasting. <laughs> it well, go, goes to head office and fucking Alec Baldwin just goes, oh, this person makes shit movies. <laughs> when I, yeah. When I, was, when I was on Amazon, because I watched, um, what movie did I watch? I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was Olympus has fallen oh, you're on done. Amazon. Yeah, you're done. The algorithm changed and it wasn't, it, it shouldn't have read, uh, movies you might like, it really should have read like Punishment. Because you watched. <laughs> because you watched it. <laughs> that's how I see it. Then when it says because you watched, I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, do I have to watch these now as an apology? Like oh. all these Daddy Dyer movies popped up. Why can't you get rid of that? Why can't you just forget history? Because it's like, it'll be the most simplest thing. It's like, you can watch a shit movie and then they'll be haunted by it again. I'm just saying Netflix, I'd pay extra for that. I'd be like, forget. <laughs> have a cold shower and forget about it. Uh, H, one we've covered before, but I'm never going to let it go. There's two. I couldn't decide, so I put two down for this one. Halloween, Michael Myers getting out of the uh, penitentiary, the asylum, which he's been in since the age of 10, but can drive a car. Yeah. Like, that is an otherwise a perfect movie. Isn't Still a glaring it? plot hole. It's because he's seen people do it in films, mate. And he That's what they try and The other one is Home Alone, mate, when the mum can't ring back to the house because the phone line's down, but in the next scene, Kevin McAllister orders a pizza. Now, I'm letting it go because he orders a pizza, but... Yeah. Other than that, that's cheese shoddy right. Cheese and tomato pizza as well. Obviously. Nothing else on it. Um, I'm going to sneeze. I apologise. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You lost oh it. Oh my God. It's um, I. 
Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull destroyed a childhood hero of mine. As soon as I saw CGI gophers, I knew we were in for bullshit. I took my sister to see this, and beforehand, I'd explained to her how cool Indiana Jones was and how epic this film was going to be. <laughs> wow, did I have egg on my fucking face. <laughs> Went to Pizza Hut before. She'd never seen the Indiana Jones film. I was like, don't worry, he's going to be brilliant. The first two were great. We'll go back and watch him. Good I hear Shia LaBeouf's in it. It's going to be great. <laughs> At a time when he wasn't box office poison or mental case. Do you know what? It didn't just disappoint me, it disappointed the 12-year-old boy inside me. <laughs> so. Less about that, the better. <laughs> so Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of Crystal, fuck you. Special fuck you. I got Indiana Jones as well for my eye. <laughs> Again, a well-known fact about him, if he didn't do anything, the movie would have ended the way it did because the, you know he, he he didn't prevent anything within that movie by the end of it. But actually, I'm going to go one further. And actually, if he didn't do anything, they probably would have sent the box back to Berlin. Hitler probably would have opened it and he would have probably stopped World War II before it even started. Yeah. So for my eye, I'd like to speak to Indiana Jones, please. <laughs> I've got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> oh... Do you think there's just one Nazi at the back? He's like, oh, thank God, we're going to send that back to the Fuhrer. He would have been right, man. <laughs> he would have been so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> just he, said, a- he said one thing. He said, just don't melt my face. <laughs> just, yeah. give us, just give us my face back. <laughs> right. Could have gone with Jay. Could have easily gone with Jar Jar Binks. Could have easily done it. But what about if I said cats? What if I said all round asshole? What if I said his voice makes me want to iron my own ears short and throw myself into a wood chipper? <laughs> James Gordon, there's actually a petition to stop him coming back from the UK, isn't there? <laughs> I, I will sign it. And I'm just saying, um, went to a Writers Guild Association meeting to try and lower the pay of night of late night writers whilst the host of a late night show. <laughs> what an absolute dickhead. James Gordon, it irritates me that you represent my country. He's, he's Apparently, and again, you can only take the internet with a pinch of salt, but um, there are a lot of taught that he is a nightmare like he's, no, he's like he's gone it. to his head in america like he's a bit of a diva but and there is actually a lot of um a lot of adaptations particularly musicals there are a lot of petitions to stop james Corden being in so many of these films good i'd, I'd sign it i genuinely would sign it i'd hate the man I, I, I don't think i hate anyone but I, he does he does grow on me a bit he hates you well, that's, <laughs> fine. That's, his, that's his choice <laughs> Jay, Jurassic Park. Again, a film that is otherwise scientifically 100% accurate, I'm pretty certain. I'll accept the dinosaurs. What I can't accept is John Hammond's changing accent that starts Scottish, goes Welsh, and I think that's English at the end. And also, John Hammond as a character, normally any other film yeah. gets his comeuppance. He gets his comeuppance, but no, not this At the guy. end, he's just like, you're he's- right, I should shut this down. <laughs> it only took 20 deaths. <laughs> and what I love about is the fucking U-turn in the second one. like, you've got to stop this. And he's going, you've got to go to this secret secret second island and stop this. You know, well, maybe you should have fucking created a secret second island <laughs> yeah, before you had funding for the first one, you dickhead. <laughs> you should have gone to a flashback of the first one when... <laughs> When they're on the helicopter going over there and the second island comes into view, John Hammond's just like, oh, look out the window. Like, no one saw it. <laughs> no, the thing that really pissed me off about Jurassic Park is the scene when Hammond is eating the ice cream and he gives the emotional bit where he's like, I don't want all this ice cream to go to waste. It's like, well, you know, probably the other staff would have had it if they weren't yeah. all dead themselves. <laughs> the other thing is just ice cream. As, as he's saying it, the fans overhead are turning. So what is it, Hammond? Is the electricity out or is it not out? What's going on in this Do place? You know, this is all as well because it's obviously the famous line is, Spared no expense. You've got one programmer for over two million lines of code, so you did. Spared no expense. One of the desserts on this tray is a green jelly. Where's <laughs> the current fresh? No expense, my ass. Hammond should have died. In the book, he does. He gets his comeuppance. Yeah. But it's really weird. I don't know whether it's just because it is, you know, Richard Attenborough. Richard Attenborough. Richard Attenborough. 
But um, you would have thought that the the arc for that character is you brought this death on everyone. So you, you, you have to die at the end. Or, yeah. or at the end, <laughs> someone poison the ice cream. <laughs> just like, oh, he starts dying. Um, okay. I don't know if we'll have to edit this. Uh, Kevin Spacey, you broke my heart. A great actor whose greatest performance was the one you gave to the public. You are so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on your list, I suppose that, you know. Yeah. I'm, because obviously he was a huge fan of mine. Uh, he's a fucking huge fan of mine. I was a huge fan, but you did despicable things. And what did you have for H? I, I had uh, I had human centipede. It's not Harvey Weinstein then. What's his last name? <laughs> <laughs> so he, he might come up for W. But no, Kevin Spacey was my favorite. It was my favorite actor. I loved him. I thought he was the next best thing. And it turns out your greatest performance was hiding what an asshole you were. So I hate you, and I'm sorry about that. Kevin Spacey is okay. I mean, mine's similar. No, it's not. Karate Kid. <laughs> Oi, if this if you somehow slag off Cobra Kai, mate, we'll be having words. Particularly upset. What, what do I say every week, James? Oh, it's an illegal kick. It's an illegal, it? it illegal kick. If I've got one thing I've said repeatedly since the start of this podcast, it's respect the rules of sport and sportsmanship, the code of conduct that you, you're entitled in when you dance in the game that is sport, particularly karate. That referee goes to great lengths talking about how face kicks are illegal until the end scene. Yeah, there's nothing about it, man. Yeah. When there, he delivers a roundhouse kick, a crane kick to, to the face of, the uh, face. what's his name? Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. The true oh, victor of that. True victor. Mm. Exactly. And I completely I do love how years later that has spawned the phenomenon that yes. what it is. Like that, that, we talked about last week with New Hope about how there's things now that in hindsight, you know, you can correct things. Yes. You know, and, and that is a great example. And, and I love that that started on YouTube and it is where it is now. I think that's such a good thing, actually, because the more you look at it, actually, yeah, you're right. Probably, probably should. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like he's playing fair up until that point. <laughs> but certainly it's Danny, isn't it? The, yeah. the main guy. Yeah, Danny LaRusso. Danny LaRusso, Cheater, yeah. <clears throat> Cheater. Con, mate. A little bit bad about this one. I just, it's not, I don't think they're particularly, they the worst actor there's just something about them that grates me. And I don't like the amount of films that she appears in, in relative, you know, in, to her skill. Liv Tyler, I don't think you're a very good actor, but you're somehow an actor. <laughs> I just don't know. And I don't want to go too harsh into you, Liv Tyler. I just don't think you're very good, but apparently that's just a me thing. I like Liv Tyler, yeah. <clears throat> I, 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 wow. Where? Do, you now, do, you, do you then not go watch Liv Tyler movies? Do you choose not to yeah. engage with Liv Tyler? Well, okay. So if, so the, the way I went and looked about it, I was just like, well, I, Armageddon, she's one of the weakest things in it, which is pretty impressive because there's a lot of weak things there. It's mm. the scene where she goes, you bring me back my father and my fiance. And I was just like, I don't, if I was, you know, the head of NASA, I'd be like, you get out, just mm. leave. Someone turn the lights on. It's really dark in it. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I was like, Lord of the Rings. And when Arwen comes on, I think, do you know what? There are, there are elements of this four and a half hour extended edition that you could quite easily edit She's out. a bit of a wet fart in that film, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, so I, I find very little... And just because I don't particularly like you, I'm not saying you're bad, you don't like a cup of tea. The strangers, you are very good. But mm. one out of, I don't know, 30, that's not a good return for me. So Incredible Hulk. Thank you. Another film she's not particularly <laughs> good in. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you very much. I like it when you back my points up, mate. Thank you. Elf. Said animation was going to get it twice and this one's going hard, mate. If you go to Little Toaster, mate, I'm going to cry. I'm going Little Mermaid. Oh, that's oh, right. Nothing, nothing, Brave Little Toaster, oh, mate. Nothing's coming bad against Brave Little Toaster. That's fine. I know exactly where you're going with that. Little I Mermaid. agree with I, you. Maybe not going where you think. I'm yeah. not going the contract route. What? I'm not going that because I've said it before, James, and I don't want to repeat all of these on the list. 
you know, yes, she signed a contract. Ursula was within that rights. I signed a gym contract and then I didn't go to that gym. I couldn't get out of it. <laughs> because... I couldn't go murder the <laughs> gym manager. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't bring my dad in <laughs> with his big fork. But then again, to be fair, they didn't then turn your dad into like some sort of seaweed. Into a mollusk? I don't know what that was. I'm not, I'm, crustaceans aren't my bag. But... I fucking would have loved it if you'd send your dad in. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's not even my biggest gripe. She signs the contract, mm. meaning she knows how to use a pen and paper. Yeah. So when then she meets the prince, what was his name? Prince Eric. Eric. Oh, it was Eric. Yeah. yeah. Eric, why don't she just be like, I can't tell you because I've lost my voice. Pen <laughs> and paper. Come on. Here's a note. Let's use the sand. I'll write it out. Oh, that's right. Eric's clever. dragging his heels throughout the whole thing. Like, I don't know what's going on. Till the end when the big, he's like, oh, you, you know. No. Ariel. He's like, if only you had a shoe, I could sniff. The size of your feet. <laughs> oh, do you know what? <clears throat> For M, I could have gone, could have gone with Mavericks. I was thinking about going with Mavericks. You know, what is this obsession with Hollywood with going for a Maverick? Because I was thinking, take the film Inner Space. If we took the film Inner Space and he wasn't a Maverick, it was someone that followed the rules. Wouldn't have been a more personal dilemma about him like, do I sacrifice myself to save this? You know, instead of being a maverick and doing what he wants to save himself. But you know what? I don't mind a maverick occasionally. I'm not going to curse this and put it down. M, explosions. Inability to tell a story. More explosions. Big dick energy in a very small dick, man. That thing with the underage girl in Transformers, I mean, seriously, what was that about? Michael Bay, come on down. You are not very good. And don't get me wrong, you do have the odd film that is okay. But ultimately, your storytelling is terrible. You pick these big license things and you're just all around bad. Yeah, he doesn't know what sort of he means, does he? No, he does not. And I seriously will never... That thing in that Transformers film, I do not understand. Yeah, because he kind of goes out his way to it, sound It explains creepily. to you like, why it's not creepy, making it more creepy. Yeah, that's, like, <laughs> that's like when someone goes on about it a little bit too much, they're not a pedo. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like, starting to sound, right? It sounds like you <laughs> might be one. It's a Michael Bay. And he was... He was it's a no-brainer in reality, really. I wanted to go big for him. Yeah, you did. I wanted to go Matrix. Ooh. I wanted to ask the question that is the Matrix so sophisticated for trying to harvest humans? So, you know, in the Matrix, yeah. you know, they want the energy from the humans. That's why they mm. keep them all the way that they are. Well, it turns out, in reality, all you have to do is, is go a bit taller because the sun's still there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which proved in... The, anyway, sorry, I haven't talked about that. But, no, that but, but if that was the theory of the Matrix, you can't be that clever because why don't you just use cows? Yeah. Because to me, the chosen cow sounds less intimidating when it's coming after you than the chosen one. You know what I mean? Like, but I didn't go for, I didn't go for that. No. I went for Men in Black. <gasps> End of Men in Black. You've got one hour to save Earth from destruction. Yeah. Doomsday is happening. Mm-hmm. Men in Black Agency turned two men. Yep. Begs the question, what was more important? What were all the others doing that was not important enough to go, no, just send the two of them. They'll sort it out. Well, send one of, everyone. One of, one of them's retiring. The other one's a rookie. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. They do send the best men. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God the word stairs. Like, <laughs> Tommy Jones wouldn't have done it. Yeah, it does make the question at the end of that movie that all, all that world ending shit at the end and it's like, well, send everyone please next time. And I'm like, oh, I'm quite proud of my end. My end, mate, isn't a film. It's not an actor. It's not even a trope. It's something in Hollywood that's systemic. It's nepotism in Hollywood. That's right. I'm talking about how Kristen Stewart got a start, Chris Pine, Blake Lively, Dakota Johnson, Stephen Baldwin, Elsa Pataki in The Interceptor, which is something, you know, we didn't want to talk about, but nepotism. But number one cause of why nepotism is on this list, because there's no way Jane Smith would have got a fucking job in Hollywood if his dad wasn't Will Smith. 
nepotism in Hollywood. Get it out of you. And I'm not saying those people are bad. I like Chris Pine. I like Dakota Johnson. But they all the starts because they had famous. Oh, no, Dakota Johnson, I'm about that. Oh, 100%. I know you There's no way. I know. You and are. do you know what? Like, I listen to this all the time. These people go like, well, I work for a living. I, you know, I did. Okay. And, and I'm certain you did work hard and, yeah. and you deserve your shot. But it didn't help. But I also think if your dad knows a few people or your mum knows a few people. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. And it also, you probably grew up around sets and had a lot of inside knowledge. Well, that the, 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 the fucking working class person who's trying to get their big break probably didn't have the luxury of. Yeah, so like, shut up. It's like Jamie Lee Curtis is a prime example. Both parents, A-listers. But, but she's good. Yeah, so, yeah. so she uses that. It, yeah, it's not Carrie Fisher. You know, there's, yeah. there's loads of examples of actually very, very good actors as offspring. You well, know, of, of famous parents and and um, and acting parents but, or whatever. But Jaden Smith, Jaden Smith <laughs> is probably the fucking king of you should not be where you are in life. Exactly. So nepotism running right in Hollywood. It's not how good you act. It's who you know, and it's your dad, Will Smith. End <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me. Night of the museum. Oh, where are you going? Here we go. Because this this really this, this really grinds my gears, James. Makes my piss is it, boil. Is it Timmy Roosevelt played by Robin Williams? No. Oh, okay. No, it's not that. Uh, Chris Columbus play. He speaks Italian. Yeah. Attention to detail. Yeah. Oh no. Huns speak their natural language. Yeah. But apparently, Octavius, the Roman general, has got a Manculian accent played by <laughs> Steve Coogan. What happened there? <laughs> Why are all the Romans Cockney? <laughs> Sure, I don't. It really took me out of what was otherwise <laughs> an accurate film. I don't. Uh, I don't have an answer for There's that. There's no answer for it. I don't have a good good enough answer. I'm really really no. sorry. I'm really sorry. Let's just dwell on that for a moment. Let's check out. Hopefully, hopefully, I've recruited more people into the church of realism. <laughs> and someone right now is what is thinking about watching that at the museum. You're welcome. <laughs> I've saved you. Right. Do you know what I love, mate? One of my favourite times of the year is I get to stay up all night and I get to watch people who've got, more, oh. got more people, they've got more money than I'll ever know, Oscars. taking their private jets and then giving me speeches about how I should save the universe. And also, they make shitty decisions like Shakespeare and Love winning Best Picture. So you have the audacity to tell me I'm not living my life right, then give that terrible film Best Picture. Yes, it's the Oscars. What a pointless time where Hollywood just gives itself a reach round because why not? It's Hollywood. <laughs> it's about, it, is, it is pretentious, isn't it? <laughs> so pretentious. I fucking, it's ridiculous. It's just like, like, shut up and do it yourself. I know the point of tonight's episode, and if you haven't guessed already, it was to sound like grumpy old men. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point. We're exaggerating. <laughs> it's supposed to be comic relief. A lot of these opinions aren't, aren't genuine. It's just a joke. But there is a moment of watching things like the Oscars, the Met Gala, that kind of thing, where I'm like, what the fuck is happening in the world? <laughs> yeah, just, you know what I mean? Like, There's such a like, gap, isn't there? Yeah. It's just like, I'll never understand it. No, and, and, and that gap just completely continues to widen. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and I'm all for it, but the Oscars is that pinnacle of it, isn't it? Like, sat there on my sofa, drinking a drinking a beer, being lectured by Wacky Phoenix at <laughs> two in the morning. I thought, I've fucking put you there because I've paid money. Yeah. I've watched the I've watched The Village. <laughs> i watched the shit one. That one where you went mental for and I was there. Yeah. Okay, get on the phone. Oscars. All right, get him on. My money back for The Village. Yeah, Oscars. He, he was, he was going to be a box standard one. And this is just like a list of moaning. Olympus has fallen. Oh no. It's, that's, the, that's the best one. <laughs> Attention to detail throughout this movie. Yeah. Up until the last final scene, James. Yeah. Everything else, I couldn't pick a fault with it. Mm. Sound logic. Yeah, obviously. Genuine acting. For, I thought I was watching a documentary. Is it medically accurate? Exactly. <laughs> Until the last scene, James. Until the last scene. Until the last scene. We all saw Aaron Eckhart take a gut shot mm. 
at the end, he's given a speech. Yeah. Healed. Obviously. Yeah, Bannon has still got cuts on his face. So you're telling me the president heals from a gunshot wound to the stomach faster than our hero, hero Gerard the butler. He had the serum, though. The president serum. <laughs> the president serum. That the day happens. water be the president. Like, yeah, got to let you give it to Jamie Foxx had it in that film, What Has Done, which is essentially the same principle with the PG rating. <laughs> that time when they're really, really, really making the president not look like an eight year old white man. <laughs> Like, do you know what? I don't really even have a, like a good, like good argument for P. I just, as a fictional character, even as a kid, I've always hated Peter Pan. <laughs> I just, I've always thought he's just a brat. I'd absolutely, right. So if I'm sound asleep and some arsehole comes in and is fighting his own shadow, it would irritate me. Mm. And then he tries to get his shadow back by using soup, uh, soup, soap on his feet. And then he's always kind of an arsehole to Tinkerbell. He's just an all-round dick. You know that kid in, the, when you're a kid and you're in the playground, there's that kid that's like in the sandpit and he's talking to himself and he's just like running around like he's dizzy on lemonade. That's who Pete Pan is. Stay away from that kid. That was me. <laughs> okay. Fucking love lemonade when I was growing up. I did, yeah. Did. Right, so you know, when they, uh, here's an example. The cat used to sneak in onto the school ground and used to shit in our, in our sandpit. And then the crazy kid would pick up and play with it. There you go. Don't play with that kid. I'm not that kid. <laughs> all right. Just dog shit. I'm all over it. <laughs> like so, a fox. I'm just. I've never liked Peter Pan. And the only time I've ever liked Peter Pan on like the big screen, it was when it was Robin Williams. But then he became Peter Pan. I was like, no, bring back the accountant that he turned into. <laughs> <laughs> I was more interested in the accountant than I was as Peter Pan. So Peter Pan, not a fan. You're just a brat. Not for me. I can't remember the anime show. Oh, I did, yeah. I, I think I saw it as a kid and then I was like, oh, I remember hating this kid and I watched it and then, yeah, it turns out I did hate it. I liked it. It was quite whimsy. Oh, no. No. Phantom Menace. Oh. Phantom Menace. I like a trade war as much as the next <laughs> month. <laughs> just, just as all eight-year-old kids do. <laughs> you know, yeah, fresh, 9.99. Went to that cinema as a, as a 12-year-old. This is really, this is where I wanted to be. Yeah. I wanted to see where the Federation was going I mean, with this. There was a blockade, James. We'd seen the Jedi, we'd seen the Sith, but we hadn't seen a juicy trade negotiation. <laughs> we hadn't seen some clearly racist stereotypes <laughs> at the beginning of that movie that no one seems to want to talk about. But what really grounds my gears, and it's something that we talked about last week, where you have to now see Star Wars, or I say this is Star Wars, as the bigger picture. Yeah. Phantom Menace, we're told that C-3PO can speak 8 million languages. In fact, in New Hope, he even sells his way from the Jawa uh, scrap thing by talking about like the languages that he can speak. Mm. But the one language he can't speak is Jawa, <laughs> the native uh, language that is native to the planet that he was built on. What? What, 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 what is the use of you then, C-3PO? He can talk to moisture, mate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you're going back to that. Is it not something we brought up? Because like, I need someone who can talk to the moisture converters when he's talking to C-3PO and he basically shuts him down when he says he can. I'm really devastated I wasn't the scene with C-3PO going, do more, <laughs> please. Be, be wetter. <laughs> be, be more moisture. <laughs> We're in the fun zone now because everything from P afterwards is a bit of a, it's a bit raucous. It's a bit raucous. It's, it's different, mate. Starting off with, with the second hardest letter is Q, but luckily Highlander 2 didn't disappoint when, Quickening. It brought, when it brought out the quickening, which is how I've got it. The Immortals, everything you knew from the first one, throw out, mate, because now the Immortals are actually aliens. They don't come from Earth, they come from the planet Zeiss. Dr. Cox is hiding the sun away. Yep. Uh, Ramirez is resurrected. Don't worry about it. It don't come up. They save the day using magic, which isn't brought up again when they start. It's seen as the worst film of all time and is definitely the answer you give when our sequel's better than the original. No, Highlander 2. The quickening. <laughs> it, 
It went there, did it? It went there. The problem is, mate, and this is genuinely true. You know when you know when it's our birthday and pick our episode. I've been trying to get a copy of the quickening, but I don't want the rebel cut mm. or the director's cut. I want the fucking original because they cut out all references to dice, and that's the shit I want. <laughs> I, I really want to see this. Yeah, it's on Shudder, I think. One version is. Oh, if it's the rebel cut, though, they've edited it so they're not aliens from Zeiss. They're time travellers. Oh, no, I'm not about that. I want I'm not original. about that one, aliens, mate. I want, I want the original or I want nothing. I, I like Nowadays as well, they use test screenings quite a lot with new films. I would have absolutely loved to. I would have loved to have come out of the te- or, or be the person who's seating him. So, hi right, guys. Uh, yep, you're all sat down for the sequel to Highlander. Woo, yeah, great, cool. Um, just leave your feedback on the way out. Yeah. I would have left that cinema as a test screener being like, the fuck did I just see? <laughs> just it's that. the same people, but that is not the same film. Well, the problem is though, is, is you know Highlander? It's a very, very one film premise. Mm. You kill the others, so you're the last one remaining. And then, so you write that and you film that, and then someone comes up and goes, money, (laughs) sequel. And then you go, how? Literally, the premise is you have to kill everyone else. You're literally the only one standing. Should have been him, like, literally, like, trying to, like, oh, how do you do shopping? I can't remember. (laughs) Just just dealing (laughs) with real life. Just, I don't know. Car insurance. Like, what the hell? It's just like, how old are you? I don't, I don't, I need to see some ID. Yeah. Will you accept this like wizened old, like, I don't know, birth certificate from the 80s? No. I, I think there's two crossovers though for Highlander. If they're going to rebring it out. One is Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. So all of them go on an island. Oh yeah. And enter the dragon style and they have to fight it. And you know, certain zones of the island now become inhospitable. You lose your head. So do Battle Royale like 10, the Highlander version. Yeah. I'm all over that. Okay. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Tell me that's not a good idea, James. Yeah. It's both better than Highlander <laughs> yeah. 3, which is the first trilogy to straight up ignore the second film. The third film ignores the existence of the second film. Yeah. But it's still called Highlander 3. Don't question it. That was also one of the selling points on the VHS of that was like the visual effects that it incorporated. <laughs> I remember getting that video and being like, oh, it's got some cutting edge visual effects, apparently. I don't know what it was. I just a quick question. Is there any sequel worse than The Quickening? No, I do. I, I think to be so far detached from the first. Oh, yes. Because you could say like Aliens is totally very different to Alien, but but in a good way. Yeah. Um, but this one just, just but this is just it's, it's like the people that made the second one never watched the first it's <laughs> joy <laughs> <laughs> like we are in great you're in the background you saw a man on a tricycle the cook was like hello <laughs> <laughs> not only that but it's like they've never seen a film before <laughs> I remember seeing it for the first time like Jamie fell in love with how she even, I don't even think I remembered the first I just remember I was a young like really early teenager I was like this is the greatest shit film I've ever seen yeah well I, this takes me back to being an early teenager and my parents divorced when I was younger and we used to go stay with my mum quite a lot and we used to rent videos mm. and it reminds me of all the when you used to go down to the corner shop and there's a video section and there'll be 30 videos and Universal Soldier you yes. know Children of the Corn it was all that kind of stuff Fortress with Christopher Lambert in fact there's a lot of Christopher Lambert in this section um it just reminds me of those kind of movies. And I think we did get Highlander 2 and 3 when it came out. Um, Q for me, Quiet Place. Drop the A, going straight in, Quiet Place. I'll accept that. I just did the quickly. So. <laughs> quiet Place. You can go talk by the waterfall. Yeah. Why not live near the waterfall? There's no houses there. Build a house there, James. <laughs> because you know what else they're in there? Aliens, they'll kill you. Because... Let's say I'm Emily Blunt and yeah. I'm pregnant in that movie. Yeah, how do you think- I would be going, John, 
Yeah. Hear me out. <laughs> I kind of want to go live near the waterfall because I've got to push a human out of me. I have to push something the size of a watermelon out of something the size of a lemon. Yeah. Let's go to the waterfall because I think I might break some noise. <laughs> And John's like, it's safer in the house. It's safer in the house. We've got why because, because it's we've, just, got, we've got nails. That's the kind of floor. Yeah, and don't give me the shit about electricity because water at windmills <laughs> is a great way to build a turbine. All right, it's almost as if like you got a problem in a quiet place. Yeah, the real villain was John Krasinski. <laughs> Maybe the most untalented man in the world. If he was in any other industry, he would have been fired and beaten to death. Rob he, Schneider. He doesn't even try to act like he's trying. <laughs> Rob Schneider. <laughs> um, I don't like Adam Sandler because I think he doesn't apply himself. I think if Rob Schneider applied himself, I'd still be disappointed. <laughs> so, well, you're, you've clearly never seen the sequel to Juice Bigelow. Correct. <laughs> well, well assumed. Um, I, I think genuinely Rob Schneider might be the most talentless person in the world. I reckon if he was a taxi driver, he would still be the most lowest rated taxi driver in the world. <laughs> I want to see classical films remade with Rob Schneider in them so you can get a great appreciation for the originals. <laughs> so remake Face Off with Rob Schneider and Adam Sandler so you can <laughs> understand the greatness that was the John Travolta and Nicolas Cage film. There you go. Do you never see uh, Hot Chicks? I did. Oh. Yep. The animal? Yep. I'm going to find one of these that you like. Okay. Ruby Halloween? Home team? Keep going. Uh, um, I'm struggling. Yep. I'm running out. I'm nearly at the bottom of his filmography. Wait, there is one. There is one. There is one. There is one. There is one film I do like. Oh, Grown Ups. No. No. <laughs> there is one film I do like, but it's, but it's not because of him. It's because of how shit it is. It's because of the bad guy who uses the line. No, no. <laughs> Oh, Judge Dredd. Mate, we've got to do a Judge Dredd episode soon where we do Judge Dredd and then the Carl Urban one. Yeah. Oh, I just, I'll just say that that Rob Snyder is awful in that. Mm. Yeah, but, but, but then again, so is everyone. Is that, that the, is... Do you know the best actor in that, in that one? It's the robot. <laughs> More. Oh. Oh. I just realised that he was in Men Behaving Badly, an American version. I didn't realise that. Show. Oh. That cannot be a spin-off of the UK version, yeah, it will be. surely. Yeah, it will be. They did the IT crowd as well and everything. They, they, they transport. Kevin they and never... James are two roommates. Kevin is irresponsible and sloppy, but compared to the super slob slacker Jamie, Kevin looks almost, oh my God, there was an American version of Men Behaving Badly. Yeah. During the original series, it's Harry Enfield and Martin Clunt, and Neil Morrissey wasn't in the original. When it was on ITV, it was, uh, yeah. There you hey, go. Mine, alone. I was only up for one season. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine it was there for that long. Rob Schneider was in <laughs> Just <laughs> Mind blown. Uh, what are we on? Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. Revenge of the Sith. Oh, go for it, mate. Star Wars again. Um, again, not really much I can pick at this movie other than this one little titty, and that is in following Order 66, the death, the destruction. Obi-Wan hides baby Luke on Tatooine, his father's home planet, and doesn't even change his surname. In terms of Hollywood plot holes, that has got to, and I know it's not their fault because they they, they have to lead to a new hope, and that, yeah. that was so that was predetermined in 1977, way before uh, Revenge from the Sith kind of came out. Well, they, 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 to be fair, they were they were writing the story, so they could have changed his name. <laughs> that as in as in maybe it was Anakin Blue, and he grew up in Brazil. <laughs> so much like that, as much as it pains me, that is still in Star Wars the the, the hill that I die on. So it wasn't Hayden Christensen acting? Ooh. No. 
S. Speed kills. I've said it on this podcast. I've said it recently. John Travolta pulling it out all the stops as he tries to make literally the worst film ever made. Not even as a joke is this film watchable. It truly is the crowning achievement that is the worst film ever made. It doesn't even have a coherent storyline. When when it doesn't have a coherent timeline and mixes like genuine footage and you can't tell which is fake, you've really failed as a filmmaker and as an actor and as a production. Speed as kills. A as a human. Speed kills is literally the worst film I've ever seen. I, I do think on the DVD cover it used to say the Gotti of speedboat films. <laughs> <laughs> I might Google that. I genuinely might. That would that would be the only thing that would get me involved. To be honest, Gotti I would, not on the list, mate. I love Gotti. I would. Uh, I, I would. I would. I would get my Rotten Tomatoes accreditation, which we could get. I think we should get it because Rotten Tomatoes. You. I was looking at it ages ago, and Rotten Tomatoes. I think you need to to become accredited. You need to have have a backlog of something like a hundred reviews, which we've done in the form of podcasts mm. and at least one a week consistently for over a year, which we've we have. easily done. Yeah. And I would love to get my rotten twice because this, I, 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 this is me all over. And I, and I know it says more about me than anyone else or you, but I would do it just to write that review, <laughs> knowing, <laughs> knowing that there are people that, it, that they would love to be a rotten tomorrow's thing, you know, and, and a critic and stuff, which I, I really don't care too much about critics. <laughs> But I, I think that would like that that is me in a nutshell. Just would do it. Just yeah. leave that review. Yeah. <laughs> okay. God, I'm how paying. do you apply? Right to the chief tomorrow. <laughs> I don't fucking know, James. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even like tomorrow's. <laughs> right to the root jersey. Well, I don't know. I don't like tomorrow's either. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, take yeah, that yeah. IMDb. I was going to say, did a film that finally deserves. <laughs> <laughs> take that with your ninety-eight percent re- review. Here's one thing: I'm willing to believe that Andy DeFries single-handedly chipped through the cell wall. Mm. What I don't believe is how we put the poster back up. <laughs> Science, mate. <laughs> I don't know exactly. A plot hole as big as the hole we crawled out of. That's good, though. Do you know what? I've gone quite serious with my next one. Could have gone with The Rise of Skywalker because I really do hate that film. But I went with something different. But it is, it is, it is, it is limited. Do you remember the fan backlash when Daniel Craig was originally announced as James Bond? He turned out to be very good. Yeah. He fled you as the Joker, something that I genuinely did as well. What about Ghostbusters when they made a, when they made a female reboot and everyone was like shitting on it? How about Zootopia and its weird relationship it have with, so all accounts from Zootopia ended up as like perverted art piece on DeviantArt. How about when fan bases react to the performance of uh, Kelly Marie Tran. I'm talking about toxic fan bases and one of the worst things in Hollywood. And this isn't even a joke. It genuinely, that Kelly Marie Tran took herself off social media, got so much abuse. Fuck you, fans, for making someone... I know, and by the way, I'm part of this. I will refuse to see the film Uncharted because I don't believe in the casting. However, I don't spew bile on the internet, like physically... Pre- <laughs> just do a podcast. <laughs> just do a podcast on it. But you, you're allowed to not listen to it. But, but you know, toxic fan bases, you are some of the worst, worst people in Hollywood because the, you, you demand all these things. Okay, let's look. I genuinely think Star Wars is one of the most toxic fan bases. Not everyone, not everyone, but it's really hard if you've got an opinion. They, they're undecided on, do they want the same old stuff? Because they didn't really seem to like The Last Jedi, which was different, a new spin on it. So they gave you Rise of uh, Skywalker, which was just re, basically rehashed storylines from everything you've seen. You hated that. What do you want? Other than you don't want um, Kelly and Retran, who I thought was fine. I thought the character of Rose is fine. Get over yourself. Sort it out. 
Star Wars has that ugly, you know, Moses and Ingram's be, gone through it recently. And has that it's not just them. I mean, Ghostbusters fan base came out horrifically with mm. their anti-sex image. And my problem with that Ghostbusters film was I just didn't think it was very good. I don't think it had anything to do with the actors. Just thought it was crap. I mean, it goes back to the thing, doesn't it? Is is not to gender swap roles, just write better films. Yeah, just be better. I would have loved and, that and film. green light better films that have more... Um, that film would have been brilliant. Diverse characters. That yeah. film would have been brilliant had it been an actual good film. It had mm. nothing to do with the casting. It was just a bad film. Um... And Star Wars, just like, just pick a lane. And then, then again, Star Trek, when you had Spock and you were Zachary Quinto that he like berated for years and then you turned out he was pretty good, so you're fine with it. But you know, sort your lives out. Toxic fan bases, of which I would say that I'm a part. He was a hard one. <clears throat> Too so many, many choices. Films, yeah. Toy Story, because the big, the big one on the fan base is Buzz Lightyear believes he's a intergalactic space ranger. Why does he then stop moving when Andy really enters the room? Because there's massive monsters coming as far as he's concerned and everyone else panics. He's like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, but he's a space ranger, mate. He should be able to handle it. That's a good point. But that's not that I made mm. my list. Tomb Raider. Oh, which one? The Laura Croft, Angelina Jolie one, where okay. she has to find the two pieces of the uh, the triangle that the Illuminati are trying to get hold of. She gets, what a weird sentence that was. <laughs> yeah. She gets the first half and a plan is to get the second half. Why don't you yeah. just destroy the half you've got? Film done. Because <laughs> yeah. then they can't get the whole thing, right? That's, that's pretty pretty, pretty simple. That's very clever. But no, Terminator. I'm going for it, James. Cameron's not off my hit list just yet. Oh, he's still got us on. Cam- Cameron, Terminator 1. Here we go. Sends a Terminator back to kill uh, John Connor's mum. Yeah, mom. here we go. Sends a Terminator back. Yep. Send 100. A <laughs> lot quicker. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going with the fact that he sends a Terminator back in time. <clears throat> also sends his father back, making that he's preordained, meaning that they would have to be Terminators exist to send the father back mm. because if they stopped the murder, then they'd never be able to send someone back. So therefore it must happen. So in the second one, when she blows up it and stops time travel from happening, then she stops the birth of her own son. Mm. What? But, <laughs> and I know you can say Genesis, which I try and forget. Yeah. Kind of shows you why they only sent one back. But I'm talking about the original when, what was it, 84? Sure, mate. Genuinely can't even remember Genesis. I remember like the first 15 minutes and I Well, that's remember. the bit, isn't it, where you yeah. see the, this Matt Smith turned into Skynet. That's what happened, right? I don't know. Probably. I think so. No, I think he is Skynet. <laughs> I don't know, James. Like, I think it turns out he's Skynet, but isn't he Skynet? The, 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 get, I don't fucking know. But then my point being is that in that first There's one, f- if I sat in the cinema in 84, I'd have been like, send five back? That would have been, and I know technically you could say Dark Fate, they did send two back as a fail safe. I get it. 100%. Number two it was fine. Yeah. But yeah, obviously in Darth Eight, what we learned was one of them was a bit slower than the other. <laughs> he, kept, he, let, he let the T one thousand do all the hard work, and then at the end, he just shot. He just walks in and shoots a kid. It's yeah. just like it's the easiest thing. In the literally, world. the kids at the bar as well, like the safe zone. Everyone knows the bar. Like, like that's like that's like home in Tig. You can't get someone in there. I love, I'd love that. I actually really like the T one thousand, the most advanced. He goes all to this legwork, and then the other one's just like. Just, I'm going to make some drapes, and then we're going to kill a kid, yeah. and then I will come back and make some more drapes. Make some drapes. <laughs> But um, yeah, that I, 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 that not make sense to me. Send more more back. Yeah, a good point. T, let's go with you. So you might not have heard of this because this is definitely a film that you have stayed away from and you're good. It's a director, Uvi Bowl. He challenges critics of his movies to boxing matches. He would direct straight to DVD films, usually based on video games. So Alone in the Dark with Tara Reid. Dude, this is the guy that calls out people on Twitter. And if, you, yes. if you talk shit to him, he'll talk back. He won a lifetime achievement from the Razzies and um, made a fortune by using tax loopholes in Germany where he could make zero-grade movies with terrible reviews that still made money for investors, and that's how he basically perpetuated his entire career. He made shit films on purpose so he could generate money so he could make the next shit movie. And he is retired because he says, uh, 
Netflix has basically stopped him from making shit movies. I'm like, good. Well done, Netflix. <laughs> Thank you. You get my subscription for that. <laughs> yeah, they retired because they, he completed it. He completed film. <laughs> That's why. There's nothing like. else to be made now. So I just think, you know, yeah, cock. Yep. Mind you, I went to that favourite of many people, Urban Legend. The movie that people forget so much, people forget Jared Leto was in it. I forgot. To the point where now it's like an urban legend. Was he in it? <laughs> like, I don't know if you're lying to me. No, he is in it. Like, <laughs> 996, urban legend. Film full of, uh, again, fact, factual accuracy. Very mm. little errors in the movie. Uh, oh, no, it's pretty spot on. I know, it? you know. It's a medical, probably, those definitely happened, yeah. Yeah. Journals have been written about how accurate it is. <laughs> but what I cannot... Bear in mind, this is the movie as well, where uh, people get stabbed in the next scene, they're fine. There's a scene where a dead body is blinking because the actor just get blinking. <laughs> the, it, it's not a great, well-made movie. But the, well, opening, scene, <laughs> but the opening scene, the big thing, the urban legend being, that if you don't check your back seat, there's a killer on it. Yeah, obviously. Not the best place to be sat if you're a killer because the person's driving the car. Don't yeah. kill him from behind. <laughs> you're trying to tell me that the killer had the seatbelt on because that car's crashing. Yeah. Plus it's raining mm. and they're going at speed. Highway code, James. Wait till he pulls over, then do it. There's easy ways to kill people. Yeah. Much easier. Safer ways as well. Kill yeah. this. Look after yourselves. <laughs> if you're going to kill. <laughs> I'm definitely on that list now. <laughs> definitely. Right, V. V's a difficult one, man. Very, very vexing. Or versus oh. movies. <laughs> I'm talking Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. I'm talking Alien versus Predator. I'm talking Alien versus Predator 2 Requiem. I'm talking Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. I'm even talking Freddy versus Jaken. I'm talking Cockneys versus Zombies. And the pile of shit, the pièce de, de Resistance. Michael Bay versus Audiences. Joe versus the Volcano. <laughs> oh, I love Joe versus the Volcano. <laughs> That's literally why I put in there. But no, versus films. You take two great ideas, two franchises that are beloved, put them in for a mediocre film that does nothing. That no one can win. That no one can win. So it's literally, it's a, it's a film designed to disappoint you. Batman versus Superman, when it should have just been editing versus writing, mm. because what a mess. If any film's a mess of spaghetti bolognese, <laughs> the best way to describe it is that film. He's what? Lack of editing versus lack of writing. So versus film's terrible. We talked about it at the top of the episode in the B. I'm going vampires. John Carpenter's vampires. The, not not because James Woods is in it, but that could have been the reason. Could, could have been. <laughs> not because Baldwin's in it. Not even the Queen Baldwin. It's for the end scene. And this is something that grinds my gears in a lot of uh, movies. It's coming up with my Z as well. Is that we live, they, at the end, they go to a condemned prison that has a sign, no trespassing. The door's unlocked, the electricity works, the fans are working, the elevator works, and the CCTV's turned on for some reason. Convenient, James. Convenient indeed. V for me, vampires. Again, watching that movie is a textbook play-by-play of how to handle vampires <laughs> until the end. <laughs> when it's now. Yeah. Oh, uh, W. Weinstein, come Harvey. Just, it, it's just, you are the worst of humanity and your actions and also your, not your actions with like other humans is your actions to like you underhand you were the worst of Hollywood in every respect you were your power corruption you've done what you've wanted then you've used your influence to get crappy movies into you know hide everything about you and I'm not talking about like the the truly horrific stuff you're just you're just the worst you're just like literally one of the worst things in Hollywood and that's and that's impressive I don't think anyone's going to argue with that no so you know originally my literal note is one word starts and see <laughs> that's it that's all I've got W, mm. the Wicker Man. Which version? The original. Oh, that's right. Come on. <laughs> it's the, again, the other one. <laughs> the other one, perfect. Accurate. <laughs> Put 
bitches and women dressed as a bear. <laughs> the bees. Sometimes I just watch the highlight reel on YouTube. <laughs> uh, Sergeant Howie speaks to the landlord of the pub saying he didn't want to stay the night. Didn't want to. He's coming to the island. Somerville, what's it called? Summer, Summer Isle or whatever it is. Yeah. Didn't intend to stay. No. Didn't want to. He's no. now caught with his pants down, James, because he needs to find a place to stay. Goes mm. to the pub. Don't want to do this, but I need a place to stay. Why do he have his pajamas on him, James? Mm. Hey? Why? I, didn't see, I didn't see no overnight bag. I didn't see a little st- I didn't see an H&M. Maybe you had him wonder if... That was my point. <laughs> Has he been running around this island all this time with his oh, pajamas sweaty. on with me? Or genius. <gasps> Yeah. Think about it. That's very good. Always you, ready. You never know when you might need to sleep. Always ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be on my gravestone, though. He was always ready for bed. Oh. Well, we're down to the last four. Three. Three, Three. now. We're on X, aren't we? and, and they're difficult. X. I haven't seen Triple X, which obviously would be the first one. Exhibit. I can't think of anything I dislike you in. The X Files films, they're all right. But there are a series of films for different reasons, which I don't like. I don't think they're necessarily the worst, but I don't like them for these reasons. Could it be X-Men Apocalypse because it ruined my favourite Marvel villain? Or could it be X-Men Dark Phoenix, both versions, because you the second attempt and you still fucked up my favourite comic book storyline of all time. You're just not very good twice now. So X-Men, sort your shit out. And hopefully Marvel will. If they I, get a third yeah. attempt at the Dark Phoenix storyline, please do it right. Surely I they're going to bypass it now. fucking beg you. Um, X-Men Last Stand, I'm going to dial it in, James, to oh. a specific bit. This really grinded my gears. The second I got home, I wrote an email about it. I was that mad to the director. I was like, just sort this shit out. You're telling me in that last scene when Jean Grey is going ape shit, mm. like a proper true Karen. Yeah. Buildings falling. Yes. People dying. The water's rising, there. mate. Hell on earth. Wolverine's skin is peeling, off, peeling his off his body. Mate, yeah. Trousers stay on there, don't they? Yeah, of course they do. <laughs> of course they do. What's that about? That shirt went very quickly. But she was like, I don't want that. It's a, <laughs> just, it's, just it's a PG-13. It. We don't want to see huge Jackman. <laughs> Actually, why didn't he? That would have made more sense. And then he could have got his bum out, which he's like, congratulations. How old are we all? He's, he's, he's congratulating. Like, he does that in every other film. He gets his bum out at one yeah. point, doesn't he? Yeah, so... Perfect opportunity for signing up the bomb. You're, you're Jean Grey. You're about to destroy everything. Existence. You, yeah, but before, yeah, like, yeah, but if you're Jean Grey and you're, just, you're yeah. going to destroy all of existence, you'd want to see the bomb on last time. Well, <laughs> yeah, but he's, like, right, yeah, yeah, but he's not walking backwards to her, is he? <laughs> but she can control it, mate. She'll just turn him around. <laughs> just, just, oh. She's just like, I'll stop destroying the world if you turn around. I just <laughs> think in her head, she's around like, and he moons her. In her, in her head, she's like, fuck yes, I'm going to kill everybody. Is that penis? What is going on there? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Why is anyone wearing clothes? That's my point at the end of this movie, James. <laughs> oh. Other than that, completely accurate. <laughs> why originally was you don't mess with the Zohan but I haven't watched it so it'd be really often to have a go at a film I haven't seen uh, I'm going um, Yogi Bear a film you haven't heard of because it's it's a live action telling of a of a of a, the cartoon which I don't like from Hannah Banana Hannah Banera sorry Dan Aykroyd voices Yogi Bear but it's that's nothing compared to <laughs> Boo Boo that is voiced by Justin Timberlake <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And Anna Ferris is in that film, and you just think, "Wow, you Anna Ferris, you're too good for this." Do you know Justin Timberlake was uh, in a scene in the Clone Wars, Star Wars? Fuck off! It was deleted. Good. All of NSYNC were. <laughs> what was he in it? I'm not even joking. George Lucas's daughter was a massive NSYNC fan and got them in the film. And then George Lucas in the editing room was like, "Fuck no." <laughs> <laughs> which, which, all of a sudden makes Zack of the Clones not that bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the idea that that film could have been worse <sighs> from the presence of NSYNC. <sighs> Jesus. I know. <sighs> Young Bear's just a bad film. Yeah. Just, it was, uh, uh, there's not really much. It was why. It was difficult. My why is Yes Man. <gasps> a film until the dying seconds I had no problem with. But then dying could seconds. Get, could get behind it. In fact, the film had ended. What could possibly go wrong? Cast is going up. Yeah. In brackets. Mm-hmm. In order of appearance. Yeah. Zoe Dashnell's list is second. She didn't come into this movie she, second. She wasn't second at all. Yes, man. More like, no thank you, man. <laughs> what time is it? What time is it on the episode? Because that was the best One joke. 14. That was the best joke of the night. Um, do you remember when you were a teenager? Mm. You fucking, your hormones, mate. Your hormones. Oh, I was too busy trying to be, <laughs> just trying to live at night. <laughs> Basically, you put zombie in front of anything. Mm. How about zombie strippers? It had Jenna Jameson in it. That was literally the selling point, but it was 2008. No one was interested. <laughs> we had the internet. We didn't need this film. <laughs> you could see like harder stuff on CBBS by this point. It was just zombie strippers, mate. I watched it and not my proudest, Mike. <laughs> Zombievers, though. You really, you really like that one, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it on brand of uh, zombies. Yep. Zombie land. Oh. On a serious note, I still, for an otherwise film that I enjoyed, and again, a film that is full of goofs and errors, like Jesse Eisenberg getting on a, a, a motorbike with a leather jacket on, falls off the motorbike, leather jacket's gone. Like, <laughs> like the fall broke the jacket. <laughs> so, and I'm, so I'm not going to say it's 100% accurate. There mm. are some errors with this movie. I just still can't believe to this day the climax of that film is two characters who no zombies exist <laughs> yep. that go, I'm going to go to the fucking amusement park. And do you know what, James? I'll turn all the lights on. I don't understand why they're surprised by the fact that zombies are there. Like, there's a scene where the zombies both go, oh shit, zombies. Oh, where, shit, did you, where did you think they were? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, like if, if there's a zombie apocalypse, yeah. I'm going there first to turn the lights on to draw them there yes. so I can get the fuck out of the place. Exactly. I'm not going to go there for me ollie bobs. Mm. I do like as well, there's a goof in it as well where um, w- w- uh, Little Rock, instead of saying Wichita at one point, calls her Florida. It's like, you've got, you got the name fucking wrong in this film. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think mean, there's also a goof in a scene when there's a truck off the side of the road where he's trying to get a Twinkie. And this, this is the continuity and there are people on set whose job it is is to make sure that continuity and things work. So Woody Harrelson's long running joke is that he's after a Twinkie. Yeah. And he goes to it and it's just full of an American treat. I think they're called snow globes, snow yeah. globes or whatever it is. You can see Twinkies in the truck, which makes you think someone's job surely would have been to point out that there's Twinkies. Let's take, but someone also put them in there because, <laughs> and I hate to remind you of this, James, it wasn't actually an apocalypse when this film was being shot. <laughs> So someone went out of their way to put it in the fucking scene. Zombieland, I hate to break it to you. Maybe there's like a deeper meaning there. Maybe it's because he, maybe because the character wasn't looking hard enough. Because maybe because they weren't actually looking for the Twinkie. They were looking for the familiar feeling mm. that eating a Twinkie gives him. Maybe they should have been looking inside themselves. Maybe he wasn't the Twinkie outside. Maybe it was the Twinkie inside. So what I'm, what I'm getting out of this then is I suppose Zombie Strippers is more accurate than Zombieland. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he's got Robert England in it as well. Christ, Jesus Christ, that that man's filmography yeah. is not a pretty that, thing. That that, uh, that Freddy Krueger five money just started drying up real quick. 
Um, that's our show for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Rob Ingram was an urban legend as well. Uh, Jesus Christ. So is Jared Lowe. Yeah. I know this because you told me that just now. <laughs> and what's really weird is I've seen that film. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, that was our show. If you got to the end, well done. Uh, that was our A to Z. It was supposed to be tongue in cheek. It was supposed to be a laugh. It's supposed to be not serious. It's supposed to be petty, small mm. things. Petty indeed. Yeah. The whole point of this was to just rant and rave like two lunatics. Yeah. Take it all with a pinch of salt. Yeah. If you've got a real, you know, gripe with things, don't do a podcast. Just write on Twitter like everyone else. <laughs> just just spell your hate. Yeah. <laughs> and, direct, and direct to everyone. And yeah. use, use all caps. There you go. That's the best way to do there it. There you go. In fact, just next time you see a pigeon, just scream it. <laughs> That's our show for this week. If I don't see you later, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Goodbye. <laughs>